Hello, everybody, and welcome to the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. My name is Ryan Ketchum, joined alongside Larry Sanderson and Chris Ramirez. We also have Bill Jones, who will not be joining us today, but he's another member of our group. Uh, we are actually going to be moving on to our second episode in our high school football series. As our first episode, we were discussing the top teams in the nation across the high school landscape. And now we're going to be talking about the top high school football athletes on this episode. So we'll be able to see if some of those top teams are also dominating with the top players as usually that is something that does happen. Those go hand in hand, but as we are going to be looking through these top players we are going to be using the ESPN top 300 rankings as well as the 24-7 sports uh, top rankings as well. They have uh, 247 players as ESPN has the top 300. We'll be going through some of the top players that we see, some of the, uh, the surprises, some players from big schools, some players from small schools, and just trying to see uh, which players are actually going to shine this season. So as we get things started, I know that according to the ESPN 300 rankings, we have Walter Nolan. That's number one, Shamar Stewart. Number two, Travis Hunter, uh, Damani Jackson. We have Gabe Brownlow Dindy. We have Tyler Booker, Evan Stewart, Devin Campbell, Harold Perkins, and Jeremiah Alexander to round out the top 10. No quarterbacks even in the top 20. The first quarterback is actually ranked number 25 as Walker Howard. How do you guys think they rank this top 10? And uh, do you think anybody's missing out from the top 10? I think the quarterback uh, out of uh, Westlake High in Texas, he should be in the top 10. I don't understand why he isn't. He has a rocket for an arm. Uh, he's a winner. And I think uh, he's going to be uh, – a, a big, big name uh, player in the collegiate level. Um, out of those top 10, I really love Travis Hunter out of Collins High in, uh, in Georgia that committed to Florida State. I think he's going to really do a, a number uh, for Florida State. He's a, he's a great cover person. He's, he's fast. He could even be a punt returner if, if they want to in special teams. Uh, I like Damani Jackson, the cornerback at uh, Modern Day that uh, committed to Southern California uh, earlier this year, January 23rd. I think he's uh, the real deal. I think he's going to start opening day in 2022 for Southern California because uh, their secondary needs help. And he's a great cover person. He's smart and, and he's physical. And that's what they want. They want somebody that, that could cover and somebody could play nickel and somebody could play one-on-one. -on -one. And I think this guy could play one-on-one. -on -one. The top wide receiver that I like is, uh, that I've seen uh, is the uh, Shaz uh, P uh, Peterson uh, wide receiver out of uh, Louisiana, St. James High School in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, Shaz Preston. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Shez Preston. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good ball player. Uh, he, he's had visits to USC, Texas, and Alabama, but I still think LSU is the uh, favorite to get him. And Howard uh, How Howard Preston, the outside linebacker, uh, I think he, he's, a, he's a quick linebacker. He could be another uh, uh, 
uh, great, great linebacker uh, in 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 a, somebody's program. And I know, uh, Chris, you you obviously see a lot of these athletes are from you know high level teams, like we were just talking about Travis Hunter from Collins yes. Hill. You got the um, under ranked, at least I personally think as well, under ranked quarterback Cade Klubnick from uh, Westlake of. Uh, Texas as well uh, with having these guys that are going to these big name uh, high schools uh, you see most of them are highly ranked but then you see some guys from a little lower named high schools that aren't having that same competition do you think those players from those lower named high schools the ones that are not actually having those top teams in the nation that are playing do you think they should be actually highly ranked uh, players as they are or do you think they should be a little lower ranked because competition level no they should be highly ranked uh, they have the, they just as talented going to the camps, competing with the best. They just, just their school level is not, you know, at a small, at a small level, but they could play, they could just play with the big boys as well too. They're going to definitely, you want to play who's going to fit in your program and develop at the next level. We have seen that numerous times. Some of the top high school prospects we you see familiar with and made the transition, but you have, Players you never heard of just came in and just blossomed. So you you'll see the it's not a, they should be ranked, yes, but it definitely and when you get to the next level, they're going to get better. And uh, and Chris, also, are, are there some players that kind of stand out to you as well that you've seen? I know uh, we were just talking a little bit about quarterbacks kind of being a little bit low ranked this year. Uh, is there anybody that stands out to you in these rankings? And these rankings you just mentioned about Monty Jackson, he, he can ball. He's big time. Uh, I saw him a couple of years ago in modern day. He, he he's really can make big, big plays. He, he definitely USC needed that needed a, a stop right there at the secondary. He's the okay. person's gonna fit in very well. Uh, just looking at him, modern day, they were like the top team in the country two years ago. It was one game away from capturing the national championship it fell short then i like this another one with the running game 65th on espn relique brown you know he's going to oklahoma and right now running game he's he's really good he's going to be on the rise i think he's going to help the sooners that's a big that's going to be a big steal right there you're going to hear his name in Mm -hmm. the coming in the next few years as um, they, as he's gonna go, and they will be in the SEC too. Watch out for 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 um, Brown. Yeah, and I, yeah, I like I, what I you were like what... Uh, saying, Chris, as well as you were mentioning. You know, with uh, a little bit before, with you know the players that aren't at great schools, how they should still be highly ranked. You see that with some of these players where no matter how highly ranked the school is, the competition, they come out and they perform in all these games. I know um, a guy that comes to mind is Kayvon Thibodeau. I watched him all throughout high school. I watched him uh, before he even came to Oaks Christian. When he came to Oaks Christian, they still weren't playing the top competition in, uh, you know, in California, let alone even in Southern California, but he was still dominating everybody. Then they made it to the division one playoffs and they got to play teams like Jay Sarah and St. John Bosco. And he was dominating. He was playing well. He got to play in the all American games and he was playing well. So yeah, yeah. these teams that 
maybe they're not on, I mean, these players who are not on the highest ranked teams, they still should be uh, ranked that high. I know you're mentioning Raleigh Brown just right there as well, Chris. Uh, he's actually somebody that I was, I had the pleasure of interviewing. He actually went to Edison High School uh, freshman and sophomore year up north over in, you know, Stockton area. They were ranked outside the top 1,000 in the nation. He was looked at as one of the top running backs, actually the top running back, according to 24-7 sports in his class. He's not ranked that right now, but in his class he was. And he came over to his junior season with modern day and he was balling up. He's now going to be going into his senior year and he's going to make some noise once again. So uh, yeah, you definitely have to watch out for that. But I was a little bit surprised with the quarterback rankings. I don't think that Walker Howard is as good as a quarterback as you got over there with uh, Kate Klubnick from Westlake, you know, the basically quarterback central. I don't think Ty Simpson is as good as Cade Klubnick, but I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait to see because Cade's definitely going to lead Westlake to a big time season. Yeah, another thing too, you got to look at some of these schools. They're very restricted they, with game scheduling right. and they have to follow the uh, you know, protocol of their division. So they don't get to play some of the powerhouses. And, and number two, this is the most important thing. They go into the camps, these All-American camps in the summer, and develop and make a name for themselves. Prime example, I've known his family, Brandon Eagles is an example. He was not even on the radar as a freshman or sophomore. I just knew him. His mom was telling me how he went to the camps, and he was like, and then he did well in the camps and became top prospect in his junior year and senior year. And look at him that. As a freshman, he started at Texas. So you can talk about players who's not even on the radar. Um, camps, they go to their camps. Some of them stay in their area. Some of them make the choice to stay at their schools, don't want to transfer. They, they have a good situation there. And if they're being highly recruited, why go to another situation where they really um, sit, where they content with? Yeah, well, one thing that is going to be interesting, like we were talking about last week with Modern Day's schedule as well in the last yes. episode, with them having to cancel, you know, the oh, at the Centennial game, that Corona Centennial game, they had to cancel with COVID restrictions. You had a lot of California teams and a couple other states that were restricted last season. So some of these players are probably going to fall down in the rankings a little bit just because they're junior and senior year. Literally, they played two games so far pretty much, or they barely even played because of COVID. So yes. getting a chance this year, this could be that breakout season uh, for a lot of these guys. But one thing that I do want to focus on as well, we saw this with Quinn Ewers. Uh, he was the number one ranked quarterback in this class in 2022. You guys are obviously aware of it and probably most of you at home as well by this point that he forewent his senior season and he's going to enroll early into the Ohio State University. He already has a number, his jersey, he's going to be playing for the team and he is going to forego that senior year though and play for the Buckeyes. And he's going to be able to sign NIL deals because they just passed that. So he's going to be making close to a million dollars and all this stuff. How do you think that's going to affect the high school game? Do you think a lot more players are going to be going after those NIL deals and taking off their senior year? Or do you think it's kind of going to stay uh, the same as we've been seeing it throughout years? 
you're going to see reclassify. And that you already see it in, in other sports going on, especially with basketball. You're going to see people signing to go to college because they see these NIL deals worth millions of dollars. Nope. They going. There's no going back. They're going to go and sign it, and they will be advised, and they're going to go have that now since that door is open. They're not going to wait another year. They know they just they see the opportunity. They're going to jump on it. Yeah. The, uh, two two uh, other recruits we didn't talk about. Uh, we're talking uh, C.J. Hicks. Uh, Ohio State picked him up. The outside linebacker from Kenley, uh, Ohio, the four-star uh, uh, recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to have a big year for Ohio State. And the uh, – uh, Derek Moore, the defensive end, one of the top defensive ends in the East, uh, out of St. Francis Academy. They'll be playing De La Salle later this year. Uh, he's committed to Oklahoma, so uh, he's he, he's he's a beast. I mean, he gets to the quarterback. He's he's quick. He, he, uh, he you need two or three uh, offensive linemen to get. And keep them out of the backfield, and uh, they and that's that's what teams need. And Oklahoma's going to find out that he's going to be a a great uh, addition to their defense. And the uh, running back out of a Mississippi, uh, Branson Robinson, uh, mm-hmm. Georgia. This he just committed to Georgia, and 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 they're a great. Uh, run by committee uh, offense. So uh, I think he's going to be tough in 2022. And Georgia, this reloads. They, they, uh, they get stronger by, uh, by every recruit coming in there. Yeah, they, they, they definitely do. Yeah. They keep reloading for sure. And one team that I think uh, we'd like to see reload as well um, which has been a little interesting. I've been following their recruiting process uh, for this season, and they are uh, still in the top 10. That's Oregon. They're number eight, at least in 2022 recruiting rankings, at least according yeah. to 24-7 sports yeah. right now. But it has been interesting because their highest ranked, actually fully committed uh, defensive player, at least according to ESPN, is um, it's actually – TJ Dudley, he's an inside linebacker, 234th overall ranking, a four-star. Yeah, I saw that. Which yeah, I, mean, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah I couldn't and, believe that. Right, and, and rankings don't matter as much. You know, obviously it just depends on the heart and the player and how hard they're able to work, but it was a little surprising because, uh, what, them able to get, uh, what, uh, Justin Flo, uh, one of the top linebacker recruits from last season, able to get just recruit after recruit. They have the number one defensive um, what defense alignment in the nation this year, defensive end cave on Thibodeau. Uh, he's on all of the watch lists as well and going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. So it is a little interesting to see that Oregon's not getting those defensive assignments that people aren't wanting to go there right now. But yeah, Oregon got a top they... offensive lineman from uh, Texas. So uh, they uh, he's ranked, uh, let's see, uh, Oregon. I saw it. Uh, I think he was in the top 40, mm-hmm. Oregon. Here we go. 31, Calvin uh, Banks, the offensive lineman out of uh, Summer Creek High School. 
Yep. Uh, he's six five two ninety. Four tar, four star uh, recruit. Mm-hmm. So uh, Oregon, he committed to Oregon on uh, July the fourth. Right. So uh, they got they got him, but they haven't. See, it looks like the Western schools, like the Pac twelve, they haven't gotten any of these top fifty players except for USC. They got a top player from modern day. Even Clemson didn't get. Uh, they got. They got a, a gentleman, uh, a guy from IMG Academy. Mm-hmm. He's forty seventh. This guy, uh, uh, Chapman, the uh, wide receiver out of Virginia Beach, Virginia, five ten, one seventy. Uh, he's he's very fast. He's going to be a home run threat. He's going to Mac Brown at, at North Carolina. He committed last year. Matt Brown is going to wind up being a factory at, at, at North Carolina. Right. That was a good move for him to go back to North Carolina because he's getting a lot of recruits to come there. That definitely was a big move. Uh, yeah, that was a big yeah, move they, to get Matt Brown to come back to uh, yeah, the place that he coached. Uh, briefly, right is... Yes, he took that program when his first stint. They were, national, they were contending in the national championship race. Now he's to putting together once again a you know a great program. Um, right now you got he's recruiting. He got the guy from Virginia Beach. Then he got another guy named Hamrick, an uh, outside linebacker from Shelby High School in North Carolina, mm-hmm. which he's like thirty eighth in e, in ESPN one hundred. So I mean uh, USC got a, a big stunt, a, a big defensive tackle. Uh, defensive tackle out of Columbus, Georgia, uh, Williams, four-star four recruit to commit this to USC. That was a huge move to get out of the Southeast Conference area. The Georgia, uh, Alabama, Florida, Florida State area, the Southeast area. And Clemson, that, I mean, they're, they're keeping their players in, in-house in, in the state. I mean, most of these South Carolina prospects, they're going to Clemson. And they're not going to South Carolina. They're definitely going to Clemson. Pretty much. And, I mean, yeah, I think I mean, the, the biggest pickup, though, the biggest pickup has got to be Kate Klubnick, the, the quarterback we were talking about a little bit before out of Westlake from Texas, uh, that commit over to Clemson. I mean, that was a fantastic pickup. You got – one of the top quarterbacks in the nation, at least he should be higher ranked. At least we all agree on that, but yeah, he um, should. He, he's currently 75th. Yeah. That's uh, surprising. You know, like ESPN 300. He's uh, a pretty good size, 6'2", 185, a four-star recruit, but he's going over to there to Clemson and he's probably going to lead Westlake to another state championship title. So he's definitely a good one, but um, real quickly to go over the rankings for uh, the top class, I mean, the uh, top recruiting classes for 2022. As it stands, we actually have Penn State as number one. They have 14 four star recruits. This is actual hard commits, uh, 10 three stars. You got Notre Dame, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, you got LSU, Texas AM, Oregon, Florida State, and Clemson to round out the top 10. But Penn State, being number one, are there any surprises with Penn State being the top recruiting class right now? No, I think uh, I think they've been recruiting well since uh, Franklin uh, 
took over uh, that program at Penn State, James Franklin. So, and a lot of people want to play for him. So mm-hmm. that doesn't surprise me. And he has a good offense, and he and he has uh, a good a good defense, a good scheme. So everybody everybody wants to play for winter, and I think it's a good environment at Happy Valley. So that doesn't surprise me. USC is getting their recruits, but they're not. It, they don't develop them. It seems like they they come to USC and then they they transfer a year or two later. That's what I see at, at USC. Uh, UCLA. A lot of the players in the Pac-12, like UCLA, Arizona State, they they get players that are not highly ranked in the three hundred, but they develop these players yeah. over time. Same with that Washington. Yep, and all those teams you mentioned, all in the top 50 in recruiting classes. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers is currently ranked number 15 in the nation. That's with surprising when I saw that. Rutgers, yeah, one, yeah they get it. Well, Chiliano is back. Yeah. On his second set, we talk about Cole. In his first round, he bought them. He had them competing in the national. Put them on the map. Had them competing for mm-hmm. top for one of the top five teams in the country at one point. He's coming back again. He's got like five players in the top 300 of ESPN. Yep. So yeah, he, I saw that. He is uh, getting players. He is recruiting out there. Yeah, definitely doing a great job at it. Five four-star recruits, 10 three-star recruits that are currently uh, hard committed to Rutgers. Uh, you were mentioning, Chris, a little earlier, North Carolina. They're actually 23rd in the nation currently with seven four-star and five three-star recruits that are going to be coming over there to the Tar Heels. Uh-huh. Uh, USC, big pickups. They got two five-star recruits as well, which ranks them the same as Alabama, LSU, and Clemson all having uh, two five-star recruits as well. So some some big recruiting class we've been seeing out of these teams. How is Miami? Yeah, University of Miami right now, the U, is 39th in the nation. They got six four-star and three three-star recruits right now that they're looking at. Utah got a uh, commit, recent commit for a quarterback – uh, Nathan Johnson out Clovis High in Clovis, mm-hmm. California. Yep. Yeah. And uh, USC got a big quarterback commit uh, this uh, last year for uh, Devin, Devin Brown out of Daper, Utah. Yep. Porter Canyon High School. Yeah, yeah. Pac-12 will definitely get some good quarterbacks. Yeah, Nathan Johnson currently ranked number 94, the top 300. Devin Brown to USC, currently ranked 97th in the top 300. Both quarterbacks over six foot. You got Nathan Johnson, 6'1", 190, and Devin Brown, 6'3", 190. Going to be some good quarterbacks going over there, both four-star recruits for those programs. Chris might know this player when, when he was in the Houston area. Um, let's see, where was he? Uh, he was, uh, it's, uh, Nicholas Anderson out of Katie high. Uh, he went to yes. or- Oregon. That's a big, uh, pickup for Oregon. Yeah, it is pickup. Oregon. Yeah. Oregon picked up a yes. good receiver, right. a good, big, 
receiver, 6'4", 195, a big, good, big play receiver for uh, KDI. I know right. Chris has seen uh, this, this this guy in the early days of uh, when he was in the Houston area a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, those are- they're 107th uh, best player on the ESPN 3, 300. That was a huge, huge pickup. Another huge pickup was uh, a cab uh, uh, Burton out of uh, Austin, Texas, Lake Travis High School. He committed yeah. to Ohio State. Right, yeah, Caleb Burton. Uh-huh. Wide receiver out there. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he could do a – and another – my brother talks about this guy at a Bellevue, uh, Washington, Eastside uh, Catholic High School. Mm-hmm. Deshaun uh, Missa. Never heard. He said this guy. This guy's going to be a a player one day. Okay. And he said Washington, Washington State is trying to get him. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to be on the the lookout for them. But those are definitely some. And he and he said, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right here they're saying uh, that Arizona State, Boise, Colorado, all the Pac-12 schools, and my brother told me Washington, Washington State. He said Washington State has the inside track for for this for this guy. He's seen him play many times up there. Yeah. Yeah. These uh, obviously this recruiting definitely nowhere close to being done yet. These are some of the players as we've been mentioning to watch out for. Uh, some other players. I mean, in the top ten in the ESPN top three hundred rankings, we have at least listed right here that six of them have not committed yet, which is pretty incredible, at least according to ESPN top 300 rankings. And then we also have that five, according to 24 seven sports have also not committed just yet. So, I mean, both uh, ranking systems, both of them are showing that there's still a lot of good high level recruits that are uh, needing to be picked up. According to ESPN top 300, Walter Nolan and Shamar Smart, those are the top two recruits in the nation. They are both undecided just yet with Walter Nolan being the 6'4", 325-pound defensive tackle out of Powell High School in Powell, Tennessee. And then we also have Shamar Stewart being the 6'5", 255-pound defensive end from Miami, Florida. Those are two guys definitely to watch out for. Jim but. Harbaugh is going really uh, hard after that guy. Right. Yeah, also Florida is going after hard on Nolan. He's like yeah. Michigan and yeah. Florida are the front runners. Yeah, Florida, they're both nope. they're going neck and neck. I know Jim Harbaugh wants him bad. Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, Stewart's in, I think uh I think LSU has the inside track. Yeah. For Stewart. Right. But yeah, anytime that you get your hands on a high level recruit like that, you're definitely yeah. gonna go after it. Yeah, definitely a big fight for Walter Nolan coming up. But uh, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to the RL Football Report. This was your first level access into the high school football scene. We went through the high school football teams, the best in the nation. And now in this episode, the best high school football players coming up in the 
class of 2022. Make sure to check out all of our other previous episodes here on the RL Football Report. You could be able to watch our eight-episode series as we go through the NFL division by division, team by team, showing you which ones to watch out for and who's going to make the most amount of noise coming up this NFL season. And then also now these high school updates as we're also going to have some college football updates coming shortly. But once again, everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the RL Football Report. Once again, my name is Ryan Ketchum. We have Larry Sanderson and Chris Ramirez also joining us today. We also have Bill Jones, who was unable to be here on this episode, but he is also a member of our team. So make sure to tune in our other episodes and make sure to watch out for new and upcoming episodes coming up soon. Thank you.